Okay, we're live. Well, this is pretty interesting for anyone that's been following along um, to, to some of the messaging that we're putting out at Charity Charge. We're trying to do kind of everything we can to learn as much about the situation happening with COVID-19. I think we're very concerned about um, how nonprofits are hurting during this time and, and may hurt moving forward. So I'm trying to bring along um, different thought leaders, experts in the space, just to get a pulse um, of the nonprofits that they're working with and also the local communities that they serve. So uh, in a flash to the rescue, I've got Jeff Rum um, on the podcast. Jeff, thank you so much for being with us. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Um, even during these weird times that we're in. I think that you're actually the second or the first repeat guest on our podcast. So we, we, we just recently had you on and yeah, uh, friend Brian Levinson had put us in touch and um, I've just been so impressed as I've continued to follow along with what you guys are doing. You know, I saw last week that you put out some communication um, to everyone in your community, including all the nonprofits that you work with. And then I saw a follow-up message of some of your learnings. Um, I want to go into that. Uh, I think we did gloss over. Do you mind just sharing with the audience who you are and a bit of your kind of background and experience working with nonprofits? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been doing this work for more than 15 years. Um, I run currently, I'm the founder and CEO of uh, um, a digital marketing and branding agency called Ignite Action. Um, and we also have a product called Yearly, uh, which focuses on um, digital annual reports for nonprofits. Um, and in the work that I've done for my career, I've primarily worked with nonprofits, associations, and foundations. They tend to be our clients and um, kind of a sweet spot for us. We understand how nonprofits work, how they function, what their marketing um, sometimes constraints and limitations are, and uh, how we can get really effective messages out to the world, especially in times like these. Absolutely. And so first and foremost, I know we're going to talk about the direct things um, as it relates to the nonprofit market. Of course, we want to acknowledge, you know, how serious of a of a of an issue this is. Um, you know, people are sick, people are dying. I think it's likely to get a lot worse. Um, what I'm hoping to to provide, you know, and with, by interviewing you and bringing you on in future episodes, though, is some tips, strategies, inspiration, and most importantly, hope to organizations out there. So many of these nonprofits that you work with, and just of course the nonprofit community in general, um, are on the front lines providing critical support. My pulse, uh, the groups we work with, uh, a lot of them are really afraid, scared. They've had their fundraising events canceled. Um, and that's just kind of, to me, the tip of the iceberg. So I want to kind of hand over the mic to you to kind of walk us through your perspective and kind of what you're learning over the past uh, week and kind of your thoughts uh, moving forward of, of what nonprofits may be able to, to, um, to think about executing on um, moving forward. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, the last 48 hours especially has been uh, wild. <laughs> I, I've been on the phone and on Zoom with nearly all of our clients and others trying to figure this out. I think the first thing I'll say is that whatever advice or um, learnings I have today could change drastically tomorrow. I think that's one of the realities is because this is unprecedented, um, even the advice needs to be like looked at daily right as to what we should be doing um 
of our clients are postponing or canceling their events, they're thinking about having them in the summer or the fall, that could change. I mean, they may not even decide to do that. So I think we also need to understand this is a fluid situation and we need to be on, be learning and listening, you know, a first and foremost to the authorities that are out there giving us, um, you know, strict instructions as to how we should be leading our lives, which is, I think is challenging to begin with. And um, for, for the nonprofit clients that we work with, the first thing I've been saying is um, to lead with empathy um, because right now is not the time to share with your community, um, you know, your plans for rescheduling events or um, that you are, you know, that you need something from them. I think it's a time where we all need to listen to each other and be there for each other as hard as that is, because I know a lot of nonprofits are, are struggling right now and, and, and are, you know, they don't know what to expect, you know, weeks from now, months from now, um, campaigns are trying to close. Some, a lot of our um, clients uh, who are nonprofits have um, fiscal years that end in June thir- on June 30th. So they're trying to figure out how do we wrap up a, a fundraising campaign? I think that's all. That's an obvious kind of from your perspective and thought you shared that with me the other day when we were just kind of reconnecting um, in advance of this episode. I thought that that was so relevant. That's right around the corner. So um, you mind elaborating on that just a little bit and kind of some of the the, the concerns? Yeah. I mean, I think right now this week is not the week to even talk about that. I mean, to donors or prospective donors, in my opinion, I, I just... I think organizations don't want to sound tone deaf. They don't want to come across as feeling like, you know, because, you know, I always try to, you know, one of our values at Ignite is uh, this concept of radical empathy, which is putting ourselves in the shoes of the audience. And I think if a nonprofit can just stop, even though they are going through a lot right now, and I, and I, I understand that, but put yourself in the shoes of the donors also, they're also going through a lot right now. They're trying to figure out how to live life and you know the economy is tanking so we i think we all need to take a step back this week as we all get used to figuring out this new work environment take a deep breath be there for each other and maybe in the coming weeks we could start thinking about you know yes campaigns need to close and funds need to be raised i i, I think that um a nonprofit needs to be honest and authentic more than ever right now they need to say this is what we're losing because this event isn't happening so if you can help us that would be amazing and um and that's what i think honesty is going to be the best key for any organization that needs to raise funds in the immediate just sharing what it means if they don't raise the funds you know how they're losing out right now what what's um what they're not getting um and and then share that with their with their audience, just being, being real with people. <laughs> um, I think that's, that's going to be really important. I, I, I really do appreciate the perspective. You know, what I'll say to you that I've, I've been noticing, I'm obviously on a lot of different communication streams from different organizations. Um, you know, even as basic of so many of them, I'm on their newsletter and kind of get updates and such in, during normal times. Yeah. Um, communication though, that's been coming out, I actually really did notice was not hard asks for support. It was more sharing that. So yeah. I really 
there's something there. And I think that that may be a takeaway for some organizations that are listening to this, that are wondering, um, you know, how do they communicate out and how do they long-term meet their fundraising goals? But I have been noticing that, that a lot of organizations are approaching this with um, sympathy and care, because I think to your point, a lot, everybody's hurting, right? And everyone's out and wondering what's happening. Um, And those people that are um, in their audience that might be, you know, whether it's really close, like board members, volunteers, or or just kind of um, casual donors, let's call it that. um, They're worried about their jobs and things and stuff. So it's hard for them to to think about it. The biggest thing that I've, that I've said, and this was even came across um, my neighbor was over. We've been doing our best to practice social distancing, but you know, we had four people in the house yesterday and um, she's going through a lot. I mean, I just like everyone, I mean, she's really worried. And I, I said to her, it's kind of, it's just common advice, but I said, just one day at a time right now, you know? Yep. And I, it, I think that whatever this quote, new reality might be that we're going to know a lot more within the next, as the next two weeks play out of what it might be like for two months or three months or just mm-hmm. six weeks or four weeks or whatever. So I think right now we've got to just take it one day at a time and, um, and prepare. I'm not saying, you know, not to do that, but yeah. I, I think we all got to look out for one another. I love that you're sharing this message of, of empathy. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm hearing also from some of the organizations we work with is that the reality is that they're going to have to go to their, probably their top donors, the biggest donors they have that are at the very, where, where them losing 15% is, is not going to mean anything mm-hmm. um, of their, of their net worth. And they're going to have to be the ones to step up because like you said, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm talking to organizations where they're saying like donors are now becoming recipients, you know, where the people that were on the board supporting them and, and, you know, giving at a, at a, at a, you know, a, a substantial level are now their businesses are basically crumbling. They're, you know, they have children that they need to support or, you know, uh, elderly family members that they need to support. Their whole lives are being, you know, the, the floor is being like taken out under them. So they're, they're needing the services of the organizations of which they, that a, a month ago they were supporting. Um, and I think we're going to see that more and more. Um, so it's really important that organizations step up and really go to the people that they know can, can help if they have that luxury um, and just be real with them and say, you know, forget about increasing or expanding our donor base this year. Like we just need to like be able to, you know, pay the bills. Um, and I think again, honesty, authenticity, empathy, these are words that I, that I keep sharing because I think they're really important. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it will help all of us at the end of the day, this will end, right? Like this is not going to be around forever. And what I keep telling our clients and organizations with whom we work is that a year from now, when people are looking back and hopefully making a gift to your organization, you know, are they going to remember you as the organization that really led with empathy and stepped up and asked how they could help? Um, or are they going to remember you as being the one that, that was, you know, asking for money right away? And I think we just need to be thinking about how we are treating our community in this time. And because people will remember how people, how organizations handled this. Um, and it's hard. I mean, they're, they're suffering. Um, 
but we have to be sensitive to the to the you know to the community the donors the recipients as well i want to reiterate a couple of things that i just heard there that i'm so glad to have this opportunity to have your time that you said that were i kind of went into this with no expectations um of, of what you might share but if but at minimum to give some kind of just dialogue about the situation but i think there are two really practical things that you just mentioned there um, that are obviously interrelated that i want to reiterate i think one it's always so important to have focus in whatever you're doing and certainly um, when you're running a nonprofit or you're running a business or candidly your personal life um, what i've seen up until this point when quote times were good I've seen so many organizations. Um, it, it, it appears certainly from the outside and a lot of these groups, you know, just like you, I work with internally, they're doing way too much. They're spreading themselves way too thin. They're trying to um, run, you know, to communicate and work with different audiences um, from a fundraising and development perspective. So I think this idea of identifying your top, you know, pulling a number here, it could be whatever it is for the organization, the top 10 or 15 individuals, and maybe it's corporations, if you have a strong corporate relationship with, you know, yeah. what would appear to be very stable businesses and having honest one-on-one -on -one conversations with them about what's going on versus having a shotgun approach of, oh, well, we've got 10,000 people on our newsletter. Let's, you know, ask them all yep. $20. Um, it's not, yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you right now that approach will not work in this environment. So I think you're absolutely right one-on-one -on -one discussions with, with those top donors is, is going to be critical. Well, look, I, I think that what I'd love to do and, and also what I didn't acknowledge also you're in the DC area. So I think you're going to bring a, a really unique pulse on the DC area as I have different guests yeah. from around the country. So I know you're pressed for time today. I know you've been slammed. I really appreciate you taking some time to be on the podcast and um, we'll check back in with you. I mean, I never yeah. thought I'd I feel like I'm running a, a new source. <laughs> it's great. You know, um, as you keep learning more, I'd, I'd love and really appreciate for you to share that with us. Absolutely. And, and thank you for doing what you're doing. I think having podcasts like these that are really just raw and real are going to be helpful to the entire nonprofit community and, and others. And I, you know, I appreciate you not stopping this. I think it's, it's more important um, now more than ever to have these kinds of conversations. So thank you for doing it. My pleasure. Thank you for, I appreciate that. All right, Jeff, we're going to, um, we're going to sign off, but I know you are actually putting out a bunch of communication because I'm on the newsletter. If people want to get that, can they sign up where, where on your website can they register for that? Yeah. So they can go to igniteaction.co that's okay. igniteaction.co and at the bottom of the homepage, they can sign up for our newsletter. So, awesome. I've been on that to anyone. It's, it's been really helpful. So Jeff, uh, thank you so much. And for anyone that uh, is listening, that was igniteaction.co. All right. We'll yeah. check in soon. Stay Thanks, safe. My friend. Okay. You Bye. too. Bye. -bye. Bye.